who says that? Like, that's not normal. That's things that only we used to thought that like only rich people can do. Like, meet me in Spain for a month. Okay, let's do it. It's like, we can do these things. Boom, boom, boom. We got Chase Warrington in the building. He lives in Spain. He works remotely. So if you're interested in um, doing some time in Spain as a remote professional, digital nomad, location, independent entrepreneur, whatever you want to call it, uh, his podcast is uh, about abroad, aboutabroad.com. Check it out. If you want to learn more about living in Spain and a bunch of other stuff about working remotely, he's also head of business development at Doist, doist.com. They make that um, productivity app called Todoist. I've definitely heard of that. Also another one called Twist. Um, they're a remote team. So yeah, he's one of those guys that uh, works remotely, lives in Spain and uh, kind of lives, lives that life. So uh, yeah, Chase, what's up? Trying to live the life like you, Riley, man. That's uh, mm-hmm. that's the real dream. So yeah, I'm I'm here in Spain, loving it right now. Got summer going on, and uh, hoping to do some travel again this year. Looking forward to that. Awesome, nice. I'm just out here, beautiful Pacific Northwest. Just up at the uh, the family cabin for the month. Um, every July, I'll come back for the fourth, um, hang out with family for the month, and then um, blast off. Oh, that's the dream, man, to come back, like spend a month with the family, see everybody, mm-hmm. all your friends and stuff. And uh, mm-hmm. especially in a place like that, like I was saying that I, w- yeah. I want to be there right about now. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah, summer's good. Summer's good to be back. But uh, yeah, I've been skipping the gray fall and winter for, uh, yeah, it's going to be seven years now. But um, yeah, um, for people that don't know you, um, yeah, what brought you to Spain? And uh, yeah, what's so good about Spain? And yeah, why why did you you choose it for for someone that's like typing in living in Spain or as or <laughs> more information about that uh, on YouTube? Yeah, um, so Spain has a visa called the non lucrative visa, which was set up for like uh, like retirees, I guess. Yeah, like people with a fixed income, basically coming from another country. But that works for remote workers and digital nomads now, because mm-hmm. if you're if you have an income coming in from another country and you can show that you can support yourself, then Spain's like, yeah, sure. Come, come on in. So it's not like a digital nomad visa. There's a bunch of those coming out. It's not set up for us, um, but it works for us. And so anyway, so my wife and I found out about this. We were, we were looking to make, uh, we'd been like visa hopping all around a bunch of different countries for a while. And we have a, like a 50 pound Siberian Husky that I was traveling with us, which was becoming oh, a pain in the ass to move around with. Mm-hmm. So we, uh, we decided like, Hey, let's, uh, let's settle down somewhere. Let's at least be in one place for like maybe a year, even if it's just one country, we don't have to like fly with him and figure out ferries and <laughs> rental cars and trains with a mm-hmm. huge uh, wolf dog. So we found this visa in Spain. We wanted to learn some more Spanish and we said, let's come to let's go to Spain for a year. And so we did that three years ago and um, we just renewed our visa to to be here for another two years. So we'll be at least five in Spain. Nice. Nice. So uh, yeah. Where, where are you in Spain and uh, yeah. Why did you uh, choose that? Uh, So we landed in Valencia. We've, we had, we had traveled through Spain a good bit before, like on other trips, but we had never been to Valencia and we had like multiple friends that we had met while in Spain uh, before saying like, you should try like independently of each other. Like you should try Valencia. We think you'd dig it there. 
And so we were like, all right, we'll start our trip there. We'll go for three months and then we'll go to Barcelona for three months and some other places. And, uh, and we got here and we were just like, yeah, we, we like this. It's got the Mediterranean vibe. It's like a, about a million person city. Um, so it's like big enough where you got enough stuff going on and an international airport where you can just travel real quick. Like I can get to most of Europe on a direct flight, um, for pretty cheap and, uh, quick flights back to the U S if we want to do that. And yeah, I mean, it's, it, it really ticked a lot of the boxes for us. So we're like, yeah, this is, this is pretty good. Awesome weather, 300 days of sunshine, something like that. They talk about a lot Mm -hmm. and, um, still got some of that, like old, you know, that like, like the European charm, like you can see in some of those pictures, like the, the little windy streets and old buildings and Roman architecture and all that stuff. So yeah, just, I don't know. It was, it was, we got here, we thought, yeah, this will be fun for a couple months and it's just been it's been awesome. Like it's a great place for like we, during normal times, you know, outside of COVID we could, uh, we were traveling like three or four months out of the year, but just kind of using this as a home base and enjoying the the Mediterranean life. Yeah. Mediterranean vibe. I can kind of relate it. We did a split Croatia, which is it's Adriatic sea, but you know, over here, right there on the coast, same, same, but different. Um, okay. I'm I'm dying to go there, there, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we're gonna be there uh, next month, uh, back there and split. Oh yeah, there's my saved uh, favorite nightclub, <laughs> Carpe Diem. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Um, is there is there like a uh, a digital nomad community there slash remote worker, whatever you want to call it? Yeah, there's a growing scene. I guess you'd say like it's uh when I got here a couple years ago, it was kind of cool because it didn't feel like there was much of what like it felt pretty spanish um which was cool in its own way and then starting to get more and more um especially with like more people working remotely it's uh it's mm-hmm. it's blowing up so you're seeing a lot more uh, a lot more people traveling through spending a couple months here um but yeah there's some meetup groups there's some like uh you know facebook groups dedicated to getting people together people that go and work together there's some pretty awesome co-workings here uh, so yeah, yep. you, you definitely have that scene. Yep. Nice. Nice. Um, okay. So this visa is a thing. Um, uh, you're American or? Yeah. Yeah. I'm from North Carolina. Okay. Cool. Really, I guess that's the last Sweet. place I lived. Um, nice. I actually did door to door sales there one summer. Uh, Where were outside, you? Outside of Charlotte. Out in, in Charlotte. Um, in Charlotte? Charlotte suburbs. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that you were doing, uh, before you started doing this, you were doing sales and like, uh, then you started on this digital nomad trail, man. And just like living the dream. Yeah. 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 Door to door to, uh, yeah. Online sales is uh, way better as you know. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, so Spain, yeah. Very interesting. Um, what are the, if someone is looking at Spain, what are the other, uh, kind of hotspots that, uh, nomads go to? So the obvious ones are Madrid and Barcelona. Valencia is the third biggest city behind those two. And, uh, and Barcelona is like huge, you know, huge scene there, but some maybe like off the beaten track kind of places that are, that are a little bit less known that I think could be up and coming. Uh, the Canary islands are Mm -hmm. sweet. I just got back. I went and spent February there. Um, cool little group of islands down in the Atlantic off the coast of Africa, that are technically part of Spain. So this, um, you know, this visa works for their huge growing, uh, digital nomad scene in, 
Las Palmas de Gran Canaria. That's, it, I mean, that, those little islands are like super small and they, you, you've got like every ecosystem you can possibly imagine in these tiny little islands. Um, so we bounced around mm. there, spent a, spent some time in the islands and definitely recommend there. Um, Granada down in the nice. South in the Andalusia is awesome. Super Spanish vibe there. It's a city of like mm-hmm. 250,000, something like that. Um, mm-hmm. with, uh, with a lot to love. Sevilla is another big one, big student city. Um, mm-hmm. up in the North is San Sebastian, which is like so sweet. Um, awesome weather on that, that North sea up there in the corner there, right by France and mm-hmm. to the, to the West of, uh, or East of Bilbao there, Donastia, mm-hmm. San Sebastian. Yeah. Those are a couple nice. other spots that are like, there's enough there, you know, they're smaller cities. Um, there's enough there though, to like, where you have some culture, some people coming in from other countries, uh, yeah. you got surfing or hiking or, or, you know, uh, skiing or whatever, um, mm-hmm. that are a little bit off the beaten path, but, but you can get a lot out of those places. Nice. Um, yeah, I've heard about the Canary Islands. I had a friend that go there, check out the digital nomad sea and definitely interested in checking that out. Uh, is Ibiza is not in Spain. Yeah. So that I was oh, going to mention is. like those, those little islands you've got there. Uh, yeah, those are the Balearic islands and mm-hmm. they're all awesome. They're all super distinct too. So like Ibiza's, they all have gorgeous beaches like Ibiza. If you want to party, Formentera, mm-hmm. if you just want to sit on a beach at like the most beautiful beaches, Menorca is mm-hmm. super like wild in terms of like, Mallorca. you know, jungly kind of thing. Nice. Um, so they, they're all like a little different, but sweet. I mean, just beautiful beaches. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of coast. Yeah. You can't, can't go wrong probably. And uh, from, yeah, from we, Valencia we there. In, uh, in hitting uh, a quick uh, Ibiza party run, just obviously never, never been there. Um, (laughs) it's a good it's a good time man and and from valencia like one of the things i love is that flight to any of those islands it's like a direct flight like 30 minutes and normally like 20 bucks or 30 bucks or something um and there's a ferry that goes out there too but like it's it's just super accessible if you don't actually live on the island but you want to go every weekend you could totally do that got it got it okay okay Sweet, sweet. Okay. Um, so, um, so to, to show up as an American, just as a tourist, what, what do you get like 90 days or something or? Yeah. Yeah. You get 90 days to be in the whole, pretty much the, the Shenzhen area, but like, okay. you know, all of that core part of Europe. And, um, for this visa, this one in particular, you have to get it ahead of time. So you have to like, you get it back in your home country. So for us, it would be in the U S and they issue it to you and then you're allowed to go for a year and then you have to renew it every year. But otherwise you could just show up for 90 okay. days. And that's just the, hang uh, out. Okay. Got it. So that's the one that you're talking about. It gets you a year, just pre-apply and you got it pretty much pretty easy. Yeah. 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 It's, it's straightforward. Like if you can Google non-lucrative visa, find it online, they have the steps you work with your local consulate in the u.s and uh it's it's not easy i mean it took us several months but it's not it's not rocket science either like you can yeah. figure it out pretty quick got it yep um okay or 90 days and then so what's the deal with the shenzhen uh zone is it like 90 days and then you have to leave or you leave the whole yeah. shenzhen zone or just leave the country 
Yeah, it's so this is what we were doing before that I the reason I brought up the dog because it's like it sounds like oh 90 days that's plenty of time and then you just get out and you come back you have to leave for if you're in for 90 days you have to be out for 90 days before you leave so one little like loophole is okay. going to somewhere like that's in Europe but not in the Shenzhen so like you could go to Croatia yeah. or or Ireland like we went to Ireland for 3 months and then came back in um, got it so those are those are some options but yeah you got 90 days for the whole area <laughs> Got it. Got it. So you can't, got it. You can't just do a visa run to France and come right back. Yeah. Yeah. No, (laughs) unfortunately, man. Or or Lisbon. Um, Yeah. Some people go to Morocco that like a lot of people for their visa run, they'll go to Morocco and hang out for three months and, uh, and tour around Northern Africa and then, yeah. And then come back and that, that little, the little ferry ride there between like uh, Gibraltar uh, and mm-hmm. I mean, that literally takes like, I'm trying to remember. It's, it's, it's like a matter of a couple hours, like two hours or something. Oh. And that's a cool part of Spain too. That's that South there. Nice. You can land there nice. in Tangier. It's like, you're in a whole nother world. Yeah. I've always wanted to hit, uh, hit Casablanca, hit Morocco. That's very interesting. Um, Marquette. I want to go back. I went on a short trip and it was like, I mean, it's like mind blowing because you're literally like eating tapas in Spain. And then like, you can see from there, I mean, you can see Africa from there. Like, uh, even, even from Granada on a clear day, like you can, from the mountains there, you can Mm. see Africa and you're like, dude, it's just right there. Like, how can it be Mm. that different? And it, it, Mm. a whole nother world. Yeah. Boom. You're welcome to Africa. (laughs) Sick, sick. Um, and then I'm also curious about Lisbon. I, I hear that's one of the a big digital nomad spot. Have you done time there? Yeah. Um, Lisbon's definitely, Lisbon's probably my favorite like capital city in Europe. Um, I love Lisbon for the digital nomad scene is huge. And just like the vibe in Portugal is incredible. Um, also super cheap, mm-hmm. even cheaper than, than Spain in terms of like cost of living and, yeah, it's it's pretty awesome. I can, I can definitely recommend Lisbon. And there's a there's a I can't remember the name of it. I think just north of Lisbon, there's this big there's this growing digital nomad scene in this called uh Etresia, I think. It's like mm-hmm. ETR something like that. It's just north of Lisbon, but anyway, it's like uh like some like some people are saying like the next like Bali kind of place in Europe at least. Ooh. I like you. I like you. <laughs> you yeah, might just, dig that. Just, which means basically setting up a, a tropical paradise with uh, all the amenities, all the smoothie bowls, uh, yoga places. <laughs> yeah. 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 All the a, amenities a that you could want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I call Bali. I'm like, Bali is just a big retreat in a town. That's, that's Bali for you. Um, have you. Have you done time in Bali? I haven't, man. It it keeps okay. eluding me. I was supposed to go to Southeast Asia last year uh, for the first time, and COVID had other plans. Uh, we had a yeah. we had a meeting in Singapore that was supposed to take place, and then I was going to bounce off from there. But yeah, we all we, all our plans got kind of messed up last year. Cool. Yep. Yep. Um, as as they did for for many. <laughs> Um, okay, cool, cool. So I think I got the vibe on Spain. That is great. So yeah, look into that visa if you want to be 
their long term or just do the 90 days and then uh, have that excuse to go check out Morocco or uh, Ireland or, or Croatia or whatever. So, yeah, it's a good bouncing off point. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I love it, man. The, the culture here is fun. People like to have a good time. They say like the local thing is like we live in the street, like live in the Calle and uh, there's lots of, there's just always people mm-hmm. out having fun. They, they, they love, they love to have life here and like, you know, work, work mm-hmm. kind of comes later. So <laughs> yeah fuck yeah fuck yeah i love it um <laughs> so yeah, we're all trying balance. to accomplish that's, that's what yeah. it's all about exactly um and then oh yeah i was gonna ask about uh speaking spanish like do you speak on a day-to-day basis how good is your spanish if you know zero spanish are you gonna be good yeah you'd be you'd be fine showing up with no spanish i i do speak f- fine now like i mean i'm i'm i have spanish friends that don't speak english so uh, good enough for that, but I still make a ton of mistakes. Right. And when we first got here, we, we, uh, we both barely spoke any Spanish. So, um, especially if you go to Barcelona or Madrid, like you have no problems at all. And in Valencia, you wouldn't, you'd, you'd get by super easy. I know people here that don't yeah. speak any Spanish and they're like, they're fine. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. People ask me this question. And I'm like, Oh yeah. You don't know the language. I'm sorry. You're not going to be able to live <laughs> life. You're just going to die when you showed up. You're, you're going to starve. Yeah. I want to lie and so, be like, yeah, you shouldn't come like, you know, stay, stay home. You're not going to, yeah. you're not going to enjoy oh, it. Oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> you know people, too like, well. Even if you like, we have this thing, it's called an automatic translator. It's, you walk around with it 24 seven. Have you, have you guys seen this before? <laughs> It's called yeah, Google Translate and now iPhones can do it live time. And it's just like, it's too easy nowadays. It's too easy, man. You totally don't. It's just, if you want to learn, you, you can. And if not, yeah. then, uh, it's super exactly. easy to get by. Yeah. 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 You'll be, you'll what be about, fine. what about when you're traveling in Southeast Asia though? Like, do you, do you, uh, pick up, you have to pick up much of the local language or you just, no, no, not at all. Not at all. Don't need it. It's, it's, I'm sure it's same, same, um, you know, customer facing, uh, businesses and stuff they they speak english because that's their job you're at a restaurant that's their that's their job they speak to foreigners every day um and then um i i just learn and pick up stuff because it's just fun and i enjoy language and some people do some people don't but it's i i speak i prefer to speak it because it's just more fun to speak it when i can yeah 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 that's a uh, that's cool yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope to make it over there, man. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm dying to, I'd, I'm like, it's funny how, when you've been in one area of the world for a long enough time, it starts to kind of feel like home and mm. people that like to travel a lot, like you and I do, like you get those itchy feet. You're like, I gotta, I gotta go somewhere else, man. I gotta try something new. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, it's, yeah. So this age, it's like, it's just, yeah, it's so good. It's like, yeah, what, what more can you ask for? But yeah, it being being remote, as you know, it, it makes the world um, bigger, but then smaller at the same time. Like it's smaller because you know you can be anywhere like within 24 hours, but it's also bigger. It's like, oh my God, now there's all these places I can check out. Like the world is now your oyster. Yeah. So yeah, exactly, man. It's That's like, it. like you, you have so many more options and then you're like, yeah. ah, which, where, where do I go now? <laughs> exactly. Like I'm looking at all these places and I'm like getting excited and I'm just like, Oh, calm down. Okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. Life is long. Yeah. Like you don't need to rush. Like there's all these places. And then boom, we have this whole fucking <laughs> universe over here. It's called South America. I haven't even touched this aside from Medellin for like one week. 
that's a whole nother freaking universe, but don't need to go down there. And then boom, we have this whole freaking universe here. Just did one trip to Kenya and I already missed going back to Africa. Like I want to do so much more time there. Um, have you exactly. been to Africa at all? No, ju- well, just Northern, just Morocco. And uh, yeah, that's, I mean, that's it. Like, I'm like, wh- when am I going to find the time to, to do all these? Like you said, life is yeah. long. So you got to just like wait it out. But then you try to weigh yeah. that against like, I want to go back, like all these places you have starred on here. Like some of them you're like, don't you want to go back there? Like I want to experience that yeah. place again and trying mm-hmm. to weigh that against going to a, a new place. And mm-hmm. yeah, people will yeah. say like, oh, you've seen a lot of countries, but like there's a whole bunch of shit in there that I haven't seen yet and I need to get there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I tell people like, you will never visit everywhere in the world. Like there's been some people, you know, like the Drubinskis and whatnot that visited every country, but like, you'll never visit every city. Like the, the, the world is infinite basically. Yeah. Yeah. I've really tried to like, just settle into like, you know, some places I just like going back to. I, I, uh, and I try to make time to get back there and see those, like every couple of years experience some of them again, but keep mixing in new places too. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, nice. So we have a good grip on Spain. If I'm, if I'm listening to this, I, I, I know the, the, the lowdown. Um, let's see what other questions would I be asking? Like, um, <clears throat> so you work a a remote job um what was the what was the journey like you were telling me uh before like at first um you had to work from home but they didn't allow you to to live in another country what was that negotiation like with your with your boss or whatever and uh, any tips that you could share to maybe people trying to make that a reality? And then how did you find this, uh, this completely remote job? And yeah, what was that like? Yeah. So I, um, I had like a, a regular job where I was, I was working remote at a company where I was like one of the, the few people working remote, everybody else was in the office. So I already kind of had some f- freedom there that like was on the, the edge for the company. And, um, but I still had to live in the States. I still had to live even like within a state or two border. Like I needed to be able to drive to the office if, uh, if needed, which after a while still felt too restrictive. So I tried to pitch the, uh, like, let me just work from wherever thing. Um, like this is like seven years ago and mm-hmm. it got some traction. Like I put together a pretty good plan. I was pretty like, uh, pretty thorough about it. Like, here's how I can make it work. Here's the hours. Here's how you can track that I'm working all this stuff. And, um, I thought I almost had it. Like I thought it was going to work out, but it ultimately just kind of felt too far for the company. They couldn't make it work. I'd be the only one doing it, which I knew would be a bit hard. So I was like, all right, so we're not going to do that. So, um, so I left and figured it just went and traveled for a year, uh, bounced around a bunch of different countries and, tried to figure out what I was going to do next. And then I found this company that said, literally, you can work from wherever you want. We, ha- we don't hire based on location. Um, so if you're willing to come on board with a startup and take a chance and do that, uh, let's, let's see if it works out. So I did that. And, nice. uh, and it, it, it has worked out. Like the company's done well. And, you know, I'm kind of like, at a, in a good place with, with the balance with life and how, how I can work. I travel about three or four months out of the year normally and, um, and then spend the rest of the time here in Spain and 
So it's, it's worked out well uh, mm-hmm. that way. Yeah. That that's a sweet setup, like travel three to four months of the year. It's like, uh, yeah, it's, it's the new way. It's the new way, like yeah. the old way, two weeks of vacation, the new way, three to four months of vacation for per year. Like, like, come on guys, get amongst yeah. amongst. Yeah. I don't need like, uh, like I don't have to like be off of work for. Yeah. And then vacation. Two, like, what know? does that even mean? Like, what, what is yeah. that? Yeah. Like I'll, I'll take a vacation. I'm like, I don't mind if working a little bit. I, I like to disconnect, you know, completely, but like it doesn't feel when it doesn't feel so like we, I used to take like a five day trip and come to Europe. Like I remember my wife and I like came to Italy, like we bought tickets and flew from the U S and we're there, like did like three cities in six days. And like, we're back to work on a Monday. And I was just like yeah. exhausted. Didn't really enjoy my time. Like just ate, bad food probably like you know just didn't really get to enjoy it and now i'm like all right well like if we want to go spend a month in italy and like settle into it then we'll we'll do that i'll be working too but that's fine like i'm enjoying the life yeah the airbnb lifestyle like it's 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 too easy nowadays it's like yeah let's do a let's do a month in yeah. this place that's it's like the, a month is the new you know, week, like, or whatever. You get that or monthly like, discount. You got to take it. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's too, too easy. Like I think about like, it's, it's when you have this freedom, it's like, it's just, Hey, Hey, X, Y, Z friends or like other couple. Hey, you want to meet me in fucking Mallorca for, for a month this summer? Like, we'll get an airbnb villa like who says that like that's not normal that's things that only we used to thought that like only rich people can do like meet me in spain for a month okay let's do it it's like you can do these things i know yeah and it still sounds kind of ridiculous to say out loud sometimes like like Mm -hmm. uh like i say it i'm like oh wait i can say that yeah i guess i am i guess i am doing that and it doesn't yeah it doesn't feel like you definitely don't have to be rich i mean you definitely don't have to like have some like you know, you don't have to found some tech company to do it. Like you can have, you can have some pretty regular skills and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and live this, live that side of life, which yeah. I think is pretty, pretty sweet. Yeah. Cause it seemed totally like for you and I probably like 15 years ago, this just totally sounded ridiculous to even mm-hmm. think about like, no, dude, you're going to be working outside of Charlotte, like selling, you know, TV boxes. That's, that's the yeah. next step in life. Exactly. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Every, everyone wants to travel the world as as you know so it's like now we can we can actually do it with the these times uh and um yeah be quote unquote working at the same time um yeah it's the it's the it's the flexibility to go meet your friends for a month uh, in spain if you want to like the ability to 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 be kind of mobile and take those spontaneous trips or opportunities that's a huge thing too that's it yeah man that's all like that's just having the ability to do it is like all i was asking for and all a lot of people want and i mean like more people are getting that opportunity now like all the shift to remote work and companies going fully remote and some are saying you got to stay in the u.s or their home country but a lot of people are going to have this uh opportunity now and it's going to be interesting to see mm-hmm. how how that changes things but yeah I'm, I'm glad man like i want everybody to have this this opportunity because it wasn't accessible that it didn't feel accessible at least that long ago mm-hmm. yep 
Yep. The wave, the wave is here. And then Corona just, yeah, accelerated it. Um, people working from home, you know, by, by force or companies or whatever forced to, to, to let people work from home. So yeah. Um, what I want to do more, uh, videos on is to help people, um, go the next step. So let's say they're, their, their company is now work from home because of Corona, but they want to, as people go back start going back into the office, um, <clears throat> how to negotiate to stay working from home and then take the next step to be able to work from abroad. Any tips that you can share in terms of like, did you put together like a, like a PowerPoint presentation or yeah, any, any tips? Yeah. So basically I did like, at the time there wasn't a whole lot of information out there. Now, fortunately, anybody trying to do this would have a lot of, uh, a lot at their disposal to, to build up a pretty nice, um, a pretty nice presentation on, on how to do this because there's like technology out there to show you can track your, the time that you're putting in, track your results. There's, um, awesome, you know, software that's in place just to make video calls super easy and collaboration with teammates. Um, so what I would say is like, do just a, the bare, I mean, you don't even have to do a lot. You can Google these things and be like tools to make remote work work and, uh, and put together all the ways in which like put yourself in the boss's shoes. What do they want? They want to know that you're working and to know that you're providing results and then figure out how to show them that you can do that from anywhere and that you're not going to you know, slack off and like, just not show up anymore. Um, which is really never the case. Like if you're given that freedom, you're gonna, you're gonna be excited about it. You're gonna, you know, appreciate it and show that in your work usually. So I've not mm -hmm. seen like the, the fear from these, these people is usually like, you're going to get this, you're going to get this job. You're going to move to Brazil and then you're going to never come back and you're going to stop working. It's like, why you just gave me a job that lets me work in Brazil. Why would that happen? Doesn't, that doesn't work at all. So yeah, I mean, just put yourself in their shoes, give them, give them what they want to hear. It'll, mm -hmm. it should work out. Yeah. And I'll, it, I think a lot of companies are just going remote anyway, though. Like they're just yeah. like, yeah. And then, yeah. and then the cool thing is you got plenty of opportunities to find other companies that'll hire you and let you work wherever now. So yeah, it's got yeah. leverage. the marketplace is now, you know, companies have, have started to, to know this for years. Um, but COVID just accelerated it. The competition now is companies have to offer this now, or they'll start getting, you know, the, the employees will start leaving. Yeah. It's like not a perk anymore. It's like, yeah, it's yeah. like, okay, you got, you got 401k dental and where can I work from like anywhere? Right. Yeah. Flexible schedule, working my own hours yeah. and work from anywhere. Right. Yeah. Like, no. Oh shit. So yeah. Wow. Um, interesting, uh, work revolution going on right now. Um, and then of course it, you know, also comes down to your, your trust with your, your boss, your employer, your manager, whatever it is. So yeah. of course you got to build trust with them, show some results. I mean, this comes from the four hour work week. That's right. like 2007 all this stuff, like the little trials. Let's start with one day a week at home. And then he was like, all right, now two days a week at home. And then he's like, what did Tim Ferriss like went off to Spain or Argentina or whatever the fuck and like didn't even say anything or maybe he was running his own company. So at that time, but like, and no one noticed. Yeah. So he like um, outsourced everything, right? He like, he like fired a couple of his customers and then, or yeah, a couple of his customers. It was like, I'm not working with you anymore. You anymore you guys don't email me unless the thing's burning down and I'll mm -hmm. see you in a year. And mm -hmm. it worked yeah. out, right? Like, 
yeah, yeah. I, I, re, I read so, that. I think yeah, you did a I mean, video. Did did you do a video recently, Riley, where you said like you you reread that book? Was that you? I mean, not not recently, but I have no. a, a few videos over the years talking about okay. four hour work week. I wouldn't. Yeah. I, I think I saw that, and uh, yeah, that's a that's one that like if you go back and read it again now, you're like, oh, this all seems so mm-hmm. possible now like yeah if you read oh, yeah. it in 2007 you're like okay tim ferris can do this but can i do this and yeah. now it's like oh yeah this is totally doable yeah that's crazy yeah 2007 um and then uh like i'm just gonna throw it out there like you know people have you know one week vacation two week vacation time like go to wherever you want to go and then like be secretly working during that time and then show your boss hey i was in spain and i got all this I don't know, just throwing ideas yeah. out there, like just to prove it that like, even if you're not on the same time zone or whatever, you can still be good. And then that, that is a thing for a lot of companies, the time zone thing, which is definitely something to take into account. Like if you're in Europe, then you're on a different time zone, but there is overlap. If you're on Southeast Asia, then you're on like totally opposite, like 12 hours ahead. Um, for me running an agency now, it, I've actually always been a night owl work from like 10 PM, uh, those, those late night sessions, 10, uh, 10 at night to like 2 AM. Mm. I've always worked those times, like even before I had an agency. So, so it works out, but that's definitely something to consider, which, um, Europe is actually, um, it's nice when we're in uh, Europe for last summer, like there's still, you're, you're like six hours ahead of us. So in your late afternoons, early evenings, you're on, us time so there's still during the daytime there's still overlap yeah where are the people you're working with most like where are they located they're, they're in us my clients are in, in US. US, so okay so so from yeah that like, works out good from like 10 at night to like 1 a.m i'm like taking calls um so it is a thing but i'm lucky that that happened to be my normal work schedule but if yeah for if you have if you're on calls and stuff like that, definitely something that you guys need to uh, consider, which is huge. Um, plus, if that's your situation for um, for Latin America, South America, it's because it's same time zone as as US. Yeah, yeah totally. That's something. Uh, that's something to definitely be <laughs> cognizant of. Like I've I've actually talked to someone who didn't really take that into account, and they moved to Asia, and they were like yeah, I wasn't really thinking how bad this is going to suck. Like I, I have to work at like 3 a.m. all the time. And uh, so it didn't work out for them very well. But yeah, if you're going to night owl like you, then that that doesn't work. I mean, that doesn't mess you up too bad. Yeah. Yeah, I can. I mean, and it also helps that I set my own schedule. Like I can set my call blocks. Um, so and and I, any day that, <laughs> that I don't want to take calls that night, I just block that out. And so it's different whether like you have required meetings every night at 3 a.m. That, that would be bad. I, yeah. I wouldn't even be able to do that like that. Maybe 1 a.m. Like that'd be fine because I am a night owl. I usually crash it like anyway. Um, that's just my my internal clock. But yeah, definitely something to consider there, guys. Um, okay. Um, cool. Um, wh- and wh- what is your... What do you what do you do from your for your company? What what is that? Um, and what is your schedule like? I'm curious. Is it like you're totally flexible? Just get your work done every day, or do you have to use like uh, a time tracker or a daily meeting? Or 
No, we're so we have like a pretty uh, flexible, like we don't track hours. We don't care when people are working. Um, we don't hire like based on location or try to sync people up. So we pretty much just work totally off the, off the books. Like, you know, as much when basically just get your stuff done every day, every week, every month, yeah. we don't, we don't even have like daily check-ins or anything like that. Um, yeah. so, so yeah, so I, I mean, I kind of structure my day. Like I work for a couple hours in the morning. I take a long break in the middle of the day, go to the gym, have lunch, enjoy the afternoon, and then come back and work, uh, work a couple mm-hmm. hours in the evening and, Mm-hmm. Um, just make th- make sure things are moving along nicely. Sweet. Yeah. Take that little siesta in the afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if I could time, find, find time for a siesta, lunch with friends, maybe go to the beach. Um, yeah, yeah it's like just enjoying the, the good hours of the day. Not cool. Not focusing too, too much on work. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's that life work balance for sure. Like (laughs) like how many hours um, do you have your laptop open, like working on work? Probably like 30 a week, something like that. Six hours a day. Yeah. Yeah. Like I do. uh, Yeah. That's somewhere around that. Maybe that's a strong week, (laughs) but yeah, yeah. somewhere somewhere in that range. It's, I mean, it's, it's, uh, that's awesome. Like you and being like in an entrepreneurial space, like being mm-hmm. able to manage that. Cause I think a lot of people like I'm, I'm, it's easy for me to do that when the organization supports that sort of lifestyle. But like a lot of entrepreneurs are burnt, like burn themselves out because they're, you know, they're hungry. You want to, you want to make money. You want to, you want to keep maximizing and, uh, you've managed to like, tone your like keep yourself from falling too far into that trap and like still mostly enjoying life and just work working work in where it can mm-hmm. exactly and then of course the you know the dream the dream is to for our work week talk is to spend most of your time doing what you what excites you what you like doing yeah yeah definitely yep, yep. which is that's the whole point of the four-hour work week is only four hours per week you're working on quote-unquote work, which is stuff you'd rather not be doing. Focus. Yeah, that's well, that's the thing people don't, they see that title and they're like, oh, yeah. only four hours work. It's like, well, four hours of the stuff you don't want to do. There's always stuff you don't want to do. Like, even if you love what you're doing, like I, mm-hmm. I couldn't go, you know, I love going paddleboarding out at the beach, but I can't paddleboard for 40 hours a week. I would I would go crazy. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's just like the, the stuff you don't want to do, which is always going to be there. Yeah. Like this, this for you and I is not work. And so, you know, Tim Ferriss has the, the podcast and the YouTube channel and then it writes books. He's like, well, he's doing that all, every day. It's like, that's <laughs> not work to him. That's what he likes doing. That's yeah. What he Say, yeah, exactly. Like you said, like this, I mean, I could talk to people that are living cool lives like you are, like it's what I do on my podcast. I'm, I'm more talking to people that are like, uh, like set like about how they settled into a country and how they made the move there, kind of like expat settle in, move and all that stuff. And like, I could talk to those people and people like you that are like living in different countries about what life's like in those places. Like, you don't have to pay me to do that. I'm lucky. Yeah. Monetize it a little bit, but like, it's not, it's yeah. not really like work at all. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Which that's the dream. Like, yeah, long term, and um, it's like build this podcast up and be be like a like, like a Tim Ferriss, or you know, yeah. he's just he. That's his full time monetization is just his his um, you know podcast and, and books and you know presence, you know social media, whatever, and just monetizes that. Has sponsors that makes him a full time living, and of course, he's an investor. You know, yeah. that's the goal. Have your money be working for you and then just spend like your your days and your weeks just doing what you like doing and, you know, writing, creating podcasts, just kind of do whatever excites you. Have you seen, have you listened to any of his recent podcasts? He's spending like a ton of his time, like walking around in the woods, looking at yeah, trees yeah. with like botanists and stuff like that's like, that's yeah. what he feels like doing right now. So he's, that's what yeah. he's into. It's awesome. Yeah. Seeing his YouTube videos, just like out in the woods, just like, yeah, sharing some tips here and there. <laughs> and you're like, just, yeah. This is a particular type of mushroom. Uh, you know, like, all right, cool, man. Yeah. Like that's what yeah. you're into right I, now. I got some that's... tips on this. All right, let's make a YouTube video. <laughs> got a camera person. All right, let's batch out videos for the next three months. Oh, okay. No, I'm just, yeah. Ex exploring life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that that's the goal. And like people listening, like by no means am I living the four hour work week, but of course that's the goal. And so building up the podcast and like the YouTube channel is like the long-term game. If I can make that a full-time thing, uh, quote unquote, you know, in, in five, 10 years, then, you know, to support my living and then have your businesses running, you know, have my agency and, you know, my courses or whatever businesses running, have those outsourced, you know, mostly, and then take the capital to be an investor. Really, really that's, I'm just yeah. following the, the, the Tim Ferriss uh, life plan. Yeah. <laughs> There's a playbook for this. Like we're just trying to achieve it too. And in, in different ways, but like, yeah, that's the, that's the dream, man. I mean, uh, it's not yeah. a bad path to follow. It's worked well for Tim. Yep. Yep. You seem to be you seem to be on the right path though, man. Like uh I've watched some of your videos and uh heard some of your other interviews and I know like you got the you got the Amazon thing going, which is yeah. sweet. If you can figure that out, like um you've I mean that's that's pretty epic. So yeah, you're you're on the way, it seems. Yeah, Amazon's there, you know. Um working on Amazon stuff every day. The agency is uh, started two years ago, so it's new. In the past, we were just selling our own products, but now we're doing the agency. So agency life on the phone more, but uh, yeah, had our biggest month last month and uh, we're a full-time team of uh, eight people now, obviously wow. remote. And uh, yeah, it's going good. That's awesome. Is everybody spread out or are they, they all, are you guys all yeah. like together? Yeah, it's two uh, two full time American employees, two full time European employees, and three full time Philippines. Nice. And, and then us two founders, uh, Americans. Wow. So nine people total. So you've got the Amazon shop, the agency, and uh, how much yeah. how much work is in the Amazon? Like how much of your weeks hours are in the Amazon shop? Um. Pretty much none. Uh, just yeah. we have a weekly call. So we just had uh, right before here. That's why I was a little bit late. It's our um, weekly team call and just our PPC uh, guy, Ryan mm -hmm. uh, in Utah. Him and Brett are both there. And, and the, we have a small little office space there in, in Utah. They just manage the Amazon ads for, for my own product. Um, mm -hmm. So they just give us a weekly update. Um, okay. Do we want to, what do we want to do with inventory? What it's like, yeah, I, I talk 15 minutes a day about my own product <laughs> or, oh, a week. I mean, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's not too bad, man. That's yeah. that's uh, that's four hour work week esque. Yeah, no, it is. It's very, very automated, and so we're like, yeah, we got this time. How can we? create another stream of income, you know, just per four hour work week. Again, you know, you have the physical product, the, the digital product <clears throat> already have that with my Amazon course. And that's going to be kind of relaunching. If we've actually had that for since 2016, kind of in the background, um, uh, very, very don't really promote it much, but you know, I get some from students there from my social media and then uh, the services. So kind of physical digital services, all three. And then of course you want to have investments as well, making you money. So yeah. Yeah. Diversified income streams as they say, have um, that money working for you. That's awesome. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's what you really want to be. And of course that's where Tim Ferriss is. is he's got, of course the investments making him the, the big millions. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <sighs> okay, cool. Um, that was a good, uh, good hour. I think we covered yeah, a we lot flew through that. Yeah. Any final thoughts or um, any final tips or you want to get out there to people? No, I mean, as far as Spain goes, um, you know, there's actually lots of like the kind of general consensus is like, oh, Europe's really hard to stay in for Americans and non-Europeans basically. Um, but there's, there's a lot of options actually that just fly a little bit under the radar. Um I know when I was looking into, like, I wanted to come to Europe and spend some time and it was really defeating at first. You're like, there's no options. Like, how can I do this? But there's actually, I've met people that are, that are doing it in a lot of different ways. Um, so just, yeah, you got to think outside the box like this, like this visa is set up for retirees, for instance, but I'm like, oh, I kind of match the criteria. There's uh, I know people that have come here on, like, they signed up for a Spanish course, you know, they can't, so they came on a, St- mm. a student visa and mm. they're education. able to stay for a year. Yeah. And they're just like studying Spanish at a little Spanish school, but they're able to stay for a year. Um, so anyway, like there's, there's options and, and there's more and more of these digital nomad visas popping up. Croatia's got one, Germany's got one, um, you know, and they're, they're just more and more. So um, don't be defeated by the, the concept of not being able to stay in Europe. There's, there's options if you want them. Yep. Exactly. We got options out there, motherfuckers. Um, cool. <laughs> so uh, yeah, check out aboutabroad.com. Subscribe to his podcast and uh, follow him on, uh, yeah, whatever, YouTube and Instagram you're also on. Yep. Yeah. All, the, all that stuff. Um, I'm, uh, I'm working on the social media aspect. It's not my, uh, not my thing as much, but I'm uh, I'm working on it. So yeah, website's best place to go at first and then find me from there. Um, but yeah, man, thanks for having me on. Very cool to meet you finally and uh, and learn a little bit more about what's going on in your world too. And thanks for having yeah. me. Yeah, definitely. We'll, uh, we'll connect on Instagram and uh, yeah, stay in touch there and maybe uh, catch you around the world. Yeah, man. Sounds good. I have a show. You're listening to the Living That Life Digital Nomad Podcast. Hit the subscribe button on iTunes if you're a boss, and check out the YouTube channel for dope travel videos. Let's get it.